Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Helium 10 Weekly Buzz. My name is Bradley Sutton, and this is the show where we get you familiar with the latest news in the Amazon and e-commerce space. We interview people in the industry you need to hear from and provide a training tip of the week that's going to help give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, and e-commerce world. So let's go ahead and see what's buzzing this week. We're going to talk about a variety of things today that go from Prime Day to the current state of shipping and also a tip on how you should analyze the images from your competitors using Listing Analyzer. So let's go ahead and get started with the news. The first article uh, I wanted to talk about uh, today is about Prime Day. Now, this is not going to come to news uh, for anybody. You know, last week it was announced uh, the dates of Prime Day is the uh, 12th and 13th. However, there's, I wanted to like, kind of like get some, some feedback from everybody out there on what exactly you guys are going to do for Prime Day. You know, are you guys going to raise your bids in, in PPC? Um, did you send in more inventory? Anybody doing a deal of the day? But also there is something that, that came out of, of Amazon yesterday, uh, talking about how there, there's something new that they're going to do, uh, that I, maybe it's new. Maybe it's not, but I don't remember this last year, but they're doing a promotion to, to support small business brands. So this came out in Seller Central, where starting today, uh, or actually yesterday, the 21st, uh, through July 11th, so the day before Prime, customers who buy eligible products from small businesses on Amazon will be entered for a chance to win Amazon gift cards and trips to the Super Bowl and, and a screen of the Lord of the Rings and all these kind of interesting things. So they're doing like this promotion where they're like, hey, guys, even before Prime Day, if you see a small business badge, then you're going to be entered to win. So that's kind of a, a bonus for us uh, small business sellers. Now, that being said, how do you get uh, a small business uh, certified? Now, the interesting thing is I don't even remember applying for that, but in if you look under coffin shelf uh, on Amazon, I'm going to look at it right now. You can actually see that the the Project S coffin shelf somehow says it, this is a small business. It's like the only one that is a small business owned in all of the coffin shelf. So this is kind of cool. If you can get that certification, you know, really fast, if you don't have it already, take a look at the search results of your main keyword where you're on page one and see if you have that small business badge showing because like i said for the projects we're pretty much the only one almost on uh, on page one so one of the things that gets you in the small business program is if you're registered with brand registry or you participate in the uh, handmade uh program now i swear there's other coffin shelves that are in brand registry but maybe not but but because of that that's what seller central told me that oh that's why we got that small uh business uh small business badge and so if you see that badge, you're enrolled in that program. So again, guys, take a look if you are uh, eligible for that small business badge and you're going to get a, like a little bonus leading up to Prime Day. And then, like I said, let me know in the comments, you know, what exactly uh, you guys are, are planning to do for Prime Day. Now, now, the second bit of news that came out yesterday is Amazon Marketing Stream. Now, uh, this is something that we've been part of like a pilot program for for uh, a couple of months, and a lot of other companies were too. And it's basically in a nutshell, what it means is now like Amazon, if you're connected via the API to Amazon, you know, whether you're a tool company or, or something like that, 
you're going to have like near real time data about what is going on with your PVC. Now, in the past, what happened was a lot of people would always say, oh, I wish I could do day parting for PVC. Now, now what that meant or what they meant is like, hey, I want to like lower my bids, raise my bids based on the time of day or even turn off my bids, diff different things like that. And, and, you know, the answer that most people gave always is, well, no, that, that doesn't make sense because you you shouldn't do that because you have no visibility into when your ads really are are doing anything right like you know you get bids back uh, and information back from amazon on a daily basis sometimes it's a couple of days behind so like how would you know what time of day you know you you should raise your bids or lower your bids or when buyers are more likely to to click and things like that, you would have no visibility. So it makes no sense to do day parting with your PPC. Guess what? That's now changed. Now Amazon is making this data visible so that you know maybe, oh, hey, between midnight and 4, 4 p.m., the likelihood that my clicks turn into sales is like almost zero. Or man, look at this traffic during this time of the day. I need to like really make sure I'm showing up at top of search. Now all of a sudden there's a lot of possibilities. So this is something that definitely is going to come to Atomic and Helium 10 uh, in the coming months. If you're a bigger seller, our, our sister company, you know, it's part of the Helium 10 umbrella, PackView uh, already has uh, implemented this. So, so definitely, you know, check them out if you're like a, a seven-figure seller or above. But if you if you're a newer seller, you still want to take advantage of this. Yes, a Atomic with the Diamond Plan, you're going to be able to have access to this eventually. But my question to you is. What do you think? Is this like too much data? Are you like, you know what? I'm fine with the way I run my PPC just on a daily basis and looking at my ACOS and tacos and things. Or is this something that you think you want to take a look at and maybe start adjusting your bids based on the time of day? If you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, go ahead and start a thread in the uh, Facebook group and let me know what you think about this Amazon marketing stream. All right, that does it for the uh, news for this week. Now, like I said before, we usually interview uh, people. So nowadays, you know, it's it's what's today? Today's June 22nd. You know, we've been dealing with a lot of shipping issues for uh, a while now. And I just wanted to like, let's invite an expert and give some kind of like insights into what the situation is with shipping. So let's go ahead and invite Burak up here. There we go. Burak, how's it going? Hey, Bradley. Great to see you. Great to see you too. You're you're in Miami, right? Yes, Miami, and uh, hopefully uh, traveling a couple of days later overseas. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, you know, uh, Burak, he has a shipping company uh, called Forceget, and uh, they're actually in our uh, Seller Solutions Hub. So you guys can can find them at in hub.helium10.com. Uh, I, I as I mentioned before on our podcast, I recently used them for a Project 5K shipment. It's kind of cool because. You know, like before I would just have my shipping agent, you know, ship things and I, I would have no idea where the shipment is or what's the status. But they got this like kind of cool interface online where you can kind of see where it's at in the world and when it's picked up and you get these notifications and things. So they're definitely uh, legit. But the reason why I called you there is not to, to talk about my shipment, but but just in general, you know, the, the things that have been on the mind of, of sellers for the last year is, you know, number one, the shipping prices. Uh, you know, that just were skyrocketing for right. containers. And even if you're not even doing a full container, obviously you're still going to get a big price hike. And then the shipping times where it would sometimes take like up to three months or more to get stuff from, from China to the United States. So those two things, uh, Barack, uh, now we're in the, almost the end of June here. 
what is the status? Are things getting better? What do you see? Yeah, some, I mean, if we talk about like the China side, um, you know, the, the COVID situation was a little um, crazy last couple of months. Even time the, the time we were going to ship your product, if you remember, Shanghai had a full lockdown and we had some like trucks who had to leave like, you know, Shanghai, but it couldn't because of the, the lockdowns. So still has a lot of uh, hiccups in China, a lot of uh, destination a lot of origin issues, especially because of due to the COVID still. like, And also recently what we see is mainly is the, the schedule changes by the carriers, which we used to see that, but, you know, the congestion uh, it, on the destination ports, if you talk about like North America, if you talk about Los Angeles port, New York port, still like very congested, especially like the East Coast, New York side. And Los Angeles still, as you know, our company, we our, our, our main hub is San Francisco, actually, Oakland port. But recently, after we booked the container in China, that a lot of schedule changes happening with the shipping line and a lot of, uh, you know, customers of ours or other people in the market or in the ex experts in the market, they, they're talking about this changes will continue. And it's due to the different reasons, like especially with, you know, oil and gas prices increase a lot. So it's automatically affecting the, you know, the, the major cost for the main cost for the shipping lines are at a diesel. The, the oil and gas prices. So they they try to like combine if they're not like full capacity, they, they might cancel one of the uh, one of the scheduled uh, vessel and then they switch uh, to a different line or sometimes instead of going to direct, they change the vessel. Uh, they say due to the COVID restrictions, they might do stopover in Korea. So we see a lot of changes recently in the market with this. Prices are slightly lower in the market right now due to the summertime, uh, I think. And, you know, you know, very high inflation, especially in the U.S. and Europe. Uh, I think the demand is a little uh, less versus six so months So when ago. you say like slightly lower, like what are we talking about? Like so, so, you know, what was it before the pandemic? What was it at the height, you know, uh, of the pandemic? And like what would it be uh, or at the height as in, you know, when it was the most expensive? And then right. what would it what would it be now just to give us kind of a, a rate uh, an idea here you know before the pandemic i would say ningbo or shenzhen the parts going to los angeles 40 high cube was like three thousand three thousand five hundred uh within last year us dollars and within last year we saw twenty thousand dollars and we couldn't even Ooh. get the empty containers mm -hmm. it was really crazy and insane uh, i think that was the main reason why the inflation like really hit like this high uh because of the shipping prices you know especially uh you know some of people selling like seasonal products like large items like bulky items let's say like you know barbecue grill um or you know like furniture outdoor outdoor furniture they used to be like per unit cost uh used to pay maybe like 20 25 dollars uh, when was the three thousand dollar the full container now when it's twenty thousand dollar the unit cost per lending is like 100 120 dollars obviously that it, it has to reflect to the price you know the selling price same with the amazon sellers I start seeing a lot of prices like increasing in the Amazon also yeah. versus six months a year ago. So um, from now, like three months ago, four months ago, 40 high cube was like $11,000, maybe $10,500. Okay, so and then recently what we see is direct shipping lines, like the ones we're using, let's say the one high or EMC from China to US, like West Coast, like Oakland or Los Angeles around like $8,500 to $8,800 which is okay. not too bad. Um, Do you think we're ever line, going to get back to the pre-pandemic no, so. or because of like 
you know, inflation and and gas prices and things like that, that it, this might be the lowest we're gonna we're gonna see it. I think I think the summertime is gonna be the lowest that we we've been seeing uh, because you know before the fourth quarter there's gonna be like more demand definitely it means that more uh, prices probably will stay below ten thousand we are hoping but I don't think that we will ever go back uh, yeah. just because I'm from the industry and I lived in China so long. Uh, I remember the time when the container price was like $3,000. The shipping lines were really losing money. Um, so last two years, they start actually making the profit with the pricing and stuff. So I think they are not going to, I don't want to say, you know, they control the market, but they keep the demand and supply uh, on the balance to keep the prices the same level. Okay. And then, and then the other question was, you know, like, I don't know what the peak was, but to me, it, you know, I had I had a shipment take over three months to get to me um but then i had you know another shipment recently take about two months and there was one that was super ltl that somebody was doing they just actually shipped at ups once it hit here and oh my goodness like i think i might have got it in one month from the time yeah. it left the, the port i don't know if i got like just really fortunate on that but on average for, for just regular you know containers to to get here you know i'm not talking about the the fast ships and things like that but the standard thing that most amazon sellers do what can they expect if something gets loaded in Shenzhen, for example, today, you know, June 22nd, like when can I expect that to like, you know, uh, hit the port here and actually be uh, unloaded? You know, it's it's really interesting question because in the market, there are a lot of uh, spot rate. What it means is, you know, there are some very big logistic companies, freight forwarders. They have a contract with the shipping lines, which they have like fixed price for the entire year. And they sell those containers to like large accounts that say Nike or like Adidas or whatever the brand you call. Um, and then versus when they have like empty space, they, they start selling to the market as a spot rate. So there are a lot of spot rates right now in the market and it's causing um, a lot of actually chaos when you want to book something because there's always like a different shipping line that companies are offering so most of the regular freight forwarders in china who don't have uh you know the the ones in china who don't have like a direct contract with the carriers they are using the spot price spot market so each shipment could be different generally i would say if there is a connection through korea at 35 to 45 days from the time it departs from shenzhen it takes mm -hmm. seven to nine days to go to korea transfer the containers two weeks and go to Los Angeles, like two weeks. And I would assume like there's at least 10 to 15 days, like um, congestion on the port. They're waiting, you know, when this, the shipping crisis hit the, you know, the bottom, actually um, the waiting number of vessels waiting outside of Los Angeles, was, like more than hundred yeah, yeah, that was crazy. right now, right now we see like something like 40 to 60. So, which is like the congestion time, like, you know, the waiting time is like right for 50. So I would say, keep it safe four to four to five days. By the time okay. container pulled out of the port and then bring it to the warehouse and then start distributing um, another like 10 days. So you're looking at probably 45 to 50 days to keep it safe uh, when people do the inventory planning. But unlike unlike the prices, which like you said, you probably don't expect to go more down. This still should go more da uh, down as far as time, right? Like like it's not always going to be congested with 50 ships there and, and taking like 50 days. Right. Or do you think this is the best we're going to get in the new normal? 
You know, I think the, the biggest issue is actually the truck and finding the chassis. If people are not familiar with the term, mm -hmm. the chassis is, you know, behind the truck. When you see, when you're driving, you see the container is yeah. sitting on that, you know, the steel thing with the tires, like it's called chassis. So the shortage is mainly not because of the, the you know, the vessels cannot enter the port and discharge all the containers, unload them. The problem is coming from the shortage of the truck, truck drivers, the working hours, the waiting times in the in the in the terminals and more importantly the shortage of the chassis so that's one of the uh reason that i think and then you know i was reading on the news and seeing the news uh that you know people start applying like because it was it's it's getting like a premium job in us right now for the you know truck driver pace and they're trying to add up like more truck drivers to the mm -hmm. market to make it like more competitive and more importantly become like more available so I think there are like a little bit more things in this circle. Not only the, I don't want to just blame and talk about the shipping line, but also uh, let's say with the train, you know, if you do like uh, intermodal shipment, if you want to ship to Denver, for example, your full container or Kentucky, what are you going to do? The shipment comes to the port. It needs to transfer the train, goes to Chicago. And then from Chicago, the truck needs to pick up and deliver to, let's say, Kentucky maybe or Minnesota. Yeah. So people need to understand like, the entire shipping process, not just, you know, when you tell them 45 to 60 days, but you, they need to ask like, where's going to be my shipment is going to be transferred? Like, what is the shipping line? What's the sailing time? How many days? When did it accomplish last time? Like how many days it was? So these are the, I think, right things, the right questions to ask okay. them straightforward. All right. Well, uh, Burak, thank you so much for joining us. Um, like I said out there to you guys, if you want to you know, reach out to them for a quote or to, to maybe ask more questions about what's going on with shipping, uh, go to hub.helium10.com and right there in the search, type in Forsket. Forsket, that's two words, but it's only one word, uh, no spaces uh, between, and you'll be able to get a direct link uh, to Burak. He checks all, all those messages himself. So, so thanks for coming on here and helping us out with this uh, stuff. I know it's on the mind of many Amazon sellers, especially with... Uh, Maybe Prime Day coming up and maybe yes. some people have some shipments that uh, haven't hit the shore yet. So thank you for coming on here and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks so much for having me, Bradley. All right, guys. Uh, one last thing. I wanted to give you guys a, a tip, uh, some strategies about using Listing Analyzer. Now, this is something that you know has been a strategy that I've been talking about for a long time of when you make new listings, how you should analyze your kind of niche theme and how your competitors have their images. But now there's kind of like a newer way with listing analyzer. However, don't just do this when you have a brand uh, new product or a brand new listing that you are going to uh, make. What I want you guys to do is to probably, is actually do this now, even in your own niche, like get your top you know, seven or eight competitors, up to 10, I would say maximum and then put them into listing analyzer. I'm gonna share my screen for those of you who are watching this on, on YouTube. But once you, like, let's just say you were selling these collagen gummies, all right? So the main purpose you guys all know of listing analyzer is to kind of like see what's going on with the quality of the listings and the quality of the keywords. But the, the button that I want you guys to use is at the very top right of listing analyzer. Once you put them all in, it's called media comparison. So once you hit that button, What's going to happen is we are going to show you a layout of all of the images from your competitors listings in the exact order that they're in and how this helps, whether you have a brand new listing you're starting or an existing listing is you're going to start to see thematically 
what your competitors are doing with their images because you're going to notice things like for example one thing that popped out to me right away here like if this was a brand new listing is you'll see that around the first three images every single collagen gummies here has a picture kind of like an infographic of the supplement facts you know those are those things that goes on to the back of like supplements where you can see how many calories it has and carbs and stuff like that but look every single one in the first few images has that supplement fact. So, you know, obviously you should do the same thing too. Another thing that jumps out to me is I talked about this before, but take a look here. And I know if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, it's kind of hard to uh, describe here, but I'll try. But every single, not every single one, but like five out of these eight, they have a kind of like, I don't know if you want to call this a, a, a lifestyle image slash infographic of where somebody is holding these collagen gummy bears like in their hand or in their finger to show the size. So like this one here, there's one that says, how many do I take? And it shows it both in their hand and in their finger. Here's the very second one. It shows somebody holding it in their in their finger like to, to show the, uh, to show the uh, size of it. Down here, here's another one where they're sh all holding it in the finger. Actually, this one looks pretty pretty big here. So there, this this is not a coincidence. Right. Like when when one person does it, oh, that, that, that's that's nice. But when you see most of these top sellers all doing a very, very unique image, that's not normal. You know, like not every Amazon picture. Are you holding the product in your finger or in your hand? They must have some data that showed that there's a lot of customers who are asking about the relative size of these gummies. And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm going to put something in my mouth. You know, I don't want to choke on it or, you know, I want to know the size of it. You know, how, how, how big is it? You know, do I have to chew it? Things like that. So it makes sense. Now you may or may not have been able to find that by using review insights and looking into your competitors reviews, but you don't even have to get to that point. You can just look at, I just click one button and I instantly saw that this is a niche theme that everybody is doing images uh, like that. There's other kind of commonalities here uh, where there's just, it seems like a lot more infographics that have to do with the benefits. And, and that makes sense. You know, a coffin shelf doesn't need a whole bunch of infographics, but you know, if we're talking about a, you know, a supplement, I don't need to see the, the supplement you know, every single side of it. I mean, it's just a little tiny gummy bear, right? So it makes sense that, hey, you should focus maybe more on the infographics with some with some text that talks about, you know, the best kind of, of benefits that you're, or the, the best benefits that you're going to get by taking this. So again, guys, uh, Listing Analyzer is what I want you guys to uh, check out, whether you're making a new listing or whether you have an existing listing, get your top five to 10 competitors in there hit that media comparison and see what you can find out about what these top sellers are able to do for their images. And I guarantee, I guarantee you are going to find some kind of theme or something that's working for these top sellers. And it's probably something that you should hopefully be incorporating in your listing. All right. Well, that does it for our weekly buzz this week. Um, we'll see you back next week to see what's buzzing in the world. Like I said, we always bring you guys interviews. We bring you the latest news in Amazon and Walmart, and we also give you some training. So I'll see you guys next week in the weekly buzz.